Listening to episode 11 of She's a Super Geek, the live play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. I'm Senda, and on today's episode, my co host Emily and I are joined by Jim McClure of Talking Tabletop and Rob Abrazado of Dodecahedroid to play the quick start for Headspace from Green Hat Designs. Headspace is a shared consciousness cyberpunk RPG that I simply cannot say enough good things about. You'll be able to kickstart this awesome RPG starting October 20th. Seriously, do not miss it. You can download the quick start and try it for yourself from headspacerpg.com. Welcome to She's a Super Geek, the something, something, something podcast. Yeah, no, I'm going to put that in after the fact. Oh, fine. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm one of the players. Today we're playing Headspace. We have two awesome people with us. So I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves. Introduce yourself, what you do, and also tell us if you could enhance one part of your body cybernetically, what part would it be? Ooh. I'm Jim McClure of Talking Tabletop. God, what were all the questions? I don't know what I do. I I run a podcast called Talking Tabletop where we interview people and have candid discussion about uh, the world of RPGs. And if I could cybernetically enhance one part of my body... I want go-go gadget arms. Yeah. Is that that's something we can do? I just like every that's now awesome. and then it would be nice to reach about six inches further than I'm capable of reaching. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to go go-go gadget arms. Yeah, that's but fantastic. only for six inches. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, I don't need more than that. Yeah. Although then everything else will be six inches out of reach. I feel I just yeah, it's just infinite oh, reach nice. with it. Yes. All right, Rob. Who are you? Hi, my name is Rob Abrazado, and uh, I am a fan of tabletop RPGs and <laughs> the all-related podcasts therein, so I feel like I'm in the right place. Um, that's nothing else of note, uh, sadly, but uh, you can find me on Twitter at Flatverm, F-L-A-T-V-U-R-M, and you can see my role-playing centric uh, thoughts and news at uh, Dodecahedroid. And I will not spell that. You're just going to have to work it out for yourself. But uh, there will be a blog spinning up there soon. What he doesn't say is that he's the one who writes the better tweets about our podcasts that I retweet. (laughs) (laughs) Very kind. It's all out of love. (laughs) Oh, uh, yes. And uh, if I could cybernetically enhance a part of my body, um, I'm going to go with the cyber stomach, I think. I think that'll let me uh, indulge in my favorite pastime of putting delicious things in it. (laughs) Far more endurance and strength than I do now. That's awesome. So I'm Emily, known from such podcasts as this one. (laughs) 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 And uh, that's all that's all I do um, on the Internet. No, No, it's not. Oh, you're right. It's not. No, it really isn't. Shadowvane podcast, Moon Cops. I don't remember everything. I I know I asked the question, but I actually really struggle with that idea because there's a part of me that really wants cybernetic hearing because I work with students and I would really love to hear what they say when they think nobody's listening. But I also don't think I want to know that. (laughs) Well, if you had the cybernetic implant, couldn't you turn it both up and down? I would think that would be beneficial. Yes! That's go. what I want. I want a cybernetic <laughs> hearing implant where I can turn everything up or down. 
And genius. Game mastering for us today is my co-host, Senda. Hi, guys. I'm running this game. Um, and, uh, and I'm running it because Headspace is one of my favorite developing games that's out there right now. Um, and I hope that we do it justice. Um, this is a game that is by uh, Mark Richardson of Green Hat Designs. And we've been, I've been following this game for probably about a year now. Um, I'm very excited because it should be on Kickstarter soon. Hopefully in the intro or outro, I will be able to tell you what dates so that you will be able to go find it if you like listening to us play it. Or if you don't and want to see if you can do it better. Yeah, agreed. Because it's a cool game either way. So if I were going to get a cybernetic implant, I would get cybernetic eyes so that I could both see really, really well and then have other cool things like, I don't know, maybe x-ray vision or something. I think that that would be cool. As creepy as the idea of having someone replace my eyeballs is. Absolutely not. Huge phobia about eyes. (laughs) No. I really don't think I want to see through things. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, you get to turn it on and off, right? But I want to be able to see in the dark so that I stop walking into things in the dark. And I want to be able to flip that on and off. You know, things like that. I could buy that. My problem with that is I run into enough stuff in the daytime that I feel it wouldn't (laughs) help me that much. I know. I say it because I feel like I can pretend that it would prevent all of Mm. the stubbed toes and everything. But I don't think it actually would. I could use cybernetic eyes so that you could read and comprehend faster. I mean, that would be really cool, too. Yeah, that would be really useful. Or, um, you know, so that you could basically take photos of everything you have seen and then you could have a photographic memory without actually having a photographic memory. Because I have a crappy memory and that would be handy. So Headspace. So anyway, Headspace. Headspace is a very cool apocalypse world-based game that is uh, cyberpunk. It's set in the 2070s. Um, And essentially what we're looking at is a world in which there was a, a an earthquake uh, followed by a massive tsunami that basically devastated the Pacific coast all up and down, so all the western half of the United States, basically, resulting in specific areas that are corporate reclamation zones. Basically, if you think of what happened with Hurricane Katrina, um, it's that on a massive scale. So the governments entirely failed to respond. They couldn't. It was too huge, and they basically collapsed. So they kind of still exist, but they have no power. There are four corporations that are now essentially in power, and they are Trauma One, Pacific Security Solutions, Applied Optimism, and 3H Energy. And we'll get in a little bit more into those when we start talking character creation. But so essentially, the tsunami comes in, decimates the coast. Um, you've got a famine that immediately follows that on, along the coastline because there's uh, water shortages, there's food shortages. People are riding for water and food. This is followed by a pandemic of plagues. Because uh, now we're talking about standing water, we're talking about um, we don't have access to clean water, all sorts of problems that we usually associate with third world countries. The temporary solution to the plague pandemic um, are quarantine zones. So there are specific areas that are considered quarantine and theoretically applied optimism has a cure that is supposed to work, but doesn't really. Then we are also dealing with toxins in the Pacific Oceans from ruptured pipelines from the quake and the tsunami. And uh, and we're looking at widespread immune diseases and fetal deformities that are coming from basically toxic exposure. 
And then we have continuing post-tsunami earthquakes. Um, so there's worsening, unpredictable tectonic activity continuing um, along the West Coast. The sample uh, setting for this game that uh, Mark is giving out as part of his quick start right now is uh, Vancouver, Canada. I have never been there. So if you have, I'm really sorry. I'm going to butcher it in this game. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Canadians are too nice to tell you. Eh? Eh? Yeah, so so basically the idea is that you are, or you were, six people who um, have some very strong feelings about these corporations, and so you are working against them to try and, and basically protect humanity. To, to be the most effective unit of fighters you can be, you've gotten a piece of illegal um, networking implanted in your brain, and that is your headspace. So that headspace allows you to essentially be in each other's heads almost all the time. Like, there is no on and off. You always have instant telepathic communication with each other, and you can always use each other's skills, and you can always see what's going on in other people's scenes no matter if you're together or not. So please don't feel like breaking up the party is an issue. So that's what it means to be in a cell, is you started with six people who were essentially linked by this internal network permanently. Um, you've lost three of them, so we'll decide which three those are as you guys pick characters. Sure, so I've had a chance to play, so I'm going to let you all pick first, and then I'll pick later. It's true. Jim and I were in the oh, same Oh, I game. was going to say you two pick because you're guests on the show. So Rob, <laughs> you pick first. <laughs> that's okay. so mean. I was... Uh... <laughs> Pretty excited about Infiltrator, I think. That's a pretty cool one. I was kind of drawn looking through these things to the runner. And it's not just because of parkour. Parkour is the best skill. Parkour is the best skill. Are you sure it wasn't because of parkour? (laughs) Actually, I'm not going to lie. It was, I looked down at the names and the first name is Brooklyn. And I'm like, yes, (laughs) I want to play a character named Brooklyn. (laughs) Done. (laughs) <laughs> okay, and I guess then I'm going to go with the handler because I figure there's someone that's got to keep you all on track. So uh, let's let's do that. <laughs> nice. So that means that you have recently lost your doctor, your tech, and your Ronin in some kind of disaster. Emily, I'm assuming your runner is named Brooklyn. Yeah, based I on what am, you just said. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of like a really a really kick-ass last name. Dodgers? No. <laughs> no. Um, I just go by Brooklyn. How about that? That works for me. You don't have to have a last name. It's a dystopian future. That's All right. the last names perished in the disaster. <laughs> All of them were washed away by the tsunami. <laughs> Let's go with Burn. You're going to have some great burn, jokes Burn, baby. And, and for mine, and I feel kind of weird right now because I was like, I'm just going to pick my own name and I'm not going to go off of the, the decided names because well, as I adjust my hipster glasses here, um, I, know how to, I know how to name things. And then I'm like, I'm going to go with one of my standard names that I use, Aaron Cross. And then and I there look, it is. <laughs> I look at the suggested names, and the first suggestion is Cross. And I was like, huh, not sure if I'm very inventive or not inventive at all at this point. So, but Aaron Cross is what we're going with. So I guess not every last name washed away. Ha ha ha. Well, I'm sure you have some sort of emotional attachment, <laughs> right? Okay, I like Benson for the white coat. Okay, Benson, like the Muppet. Yep. Wait, so we're really going with Black Husky? 
No, you do no? not have to go with. I mean, do you want? Oh wait, to? there's a lot of B names. We don't. Do we want to actually like not have B names? That's okay. C- can, no, I think we- they should all have B names now. Now I feel left out, but that's okay. No, no, can the we, average can, of A and C is B, so you're okay. Can can we just call him BH? BH? Yeah, okay. BH? The tech is BH? Okay. The real insiders will know what that stands for. <laughs> Should I know what that stands for? Black B- Husky. BH? Black oh. Husky? <laughs> My 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 mind was like I don't think I've ever listened to Jim's podcast. Is that something on his podcast? It's okay. You've only missed two episodes it so far, be. but they were great. Okay, and I'm not offended at all. I'm sure. You're- I'm glad you laughed because I got really worried. <laughs> okay, and then the 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 Ronin. I'm relying on all of you to come up with a B name now. About a bombshell. I think we should just call him Blue. Oh, bombshell. Blue better. bombshell. Bombshell is good. Actually, it'd be better if Bombshell was a woman. Yeah. She is. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, she's a, just like, she's a ghost now. Yeah, she is that. <laughs> ghost in the shell. Nice. <laughs> ah, there it is. Well, well done. <laughs> ghost in the bombshell. Oh, ghost man. in the bombshell. Funny. Yep. 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 That happened. So then uh, one more thing we're going to do really quickly is uh, you have five disciplines on your sheet. They are rage, grief, fear, need, and ego. You are going to decide um, based on how you kind of feel like your character is developing. Um, one of those gets a plus two. One of them gets a plus one. One of them is a zero. And then you get a minus one and a minus two. So you're going to distribute those as you see fit, which is that is your ability to deal with those emotions. If you have a positive bonus, that means you're very good at controlling it. If you have a negative bonus, it means you're bad at controlling it. Okie dokie. Well, the group, the uh, the cell rather, should know that uh, one of my edges, I'm picking the cleaner. So I have an ally who can help clean up the bloodiest scene and leave no trace. Nice. Don't worry about getting dirty, everybody. Uh, I'm choosing that we have a safe house and that I can pilot things with my mind. With your mind? Yeah. I can remotely pilot because of an implanted neutral link between me and my headspace. And I have some sort of connection to someone in a super secret government type organization who owes me favors. Fantastic. So the skill name is, or the edge, or yes, is a black helicopter. So I naturally assume my friend is a black helicopter pilot. Obviously. That his helicopter can be controlled by the mind of uh, Brooklyn there. All right, mind helicopters. Uh, I'm looking at the cybernetic upgrades, and I don't see how I could pick anything except the potato head disguise kit. Yes. <laughs> which allows me to remove pieces of my face and replace them with other pieces of other faces. Yes. Which is terrifying. <laughs> but so cool. But it goes well with my other edge of uh, identity thief. <laughs> yep. So there'll be Very lots, well of, indeed. lots of face changing, probably. Uh, Emily, why don't you start? Who pulled me from a fiery wreck just in time? 
and and I don't mean to be that guy, but I got to like immediately jump on that because what we were talking about with the black helicopters, it's this must have been how you came to have gotten that psychic control or not psychic control, but your, your implant control over helicopters of maybe you had just like gotten it for the first time. And my guy was there with his black helicopter and you were trying to pilot it, but it just went wrong. And clearly this was on a mission too. Obviously we don't test sure. anything beforehand. Um, well, yeah. And, it was going down and it crashed and exploded and I pulled you out of the way just in time. Thank you. So yeah, so then Emily, you're going, okay, then with my piloting skill based on my experience, which of your uh, disciplines do you associate with pilot? So rage, grief, fear, need, or ego? Do I want a better one? Well, essentially, I, how the game should be is based on the story that we told of me saving you from it. What is your emotion connected to that? Were you angry that I had to save you? Were you fearful that you were going to die? Were you ego that I should you shouldn't have needed saving? Right. Whatever you're connected to it. And I will say that as a professional skill for you, you won't be rolling this skill. You just have it. So it doesn't okay. matter. Your choice affects everyone else i think i'm gonna go with rage because just based on the background that none of you know about um i think i would be really really angry and resentful that i couldn't complete that mission Mm. i mean but thank you for saving my life (laughs) (laughs) i hate you but thank you for saving my life (laughs) all right aaron cross oh that's me i almost forgot my name Jeez, and you're not responding to your actual name right now, so you got to respond to. I'm at a game table. I don't know what you want to do. Who blew your cover on a major operation? Which one of the two of you blew my cover? Uh, I think that was probably me. (laughs) Uh, You you got to tell me the story. What what happened? How'd you blow my cover? Yeah, (laughs) I am so wrapped up in my own uh, infiltrations. You know, I mean. So many identities, so many personalities, and sometimes I forget who's actually on my side and who isn't. So I think that we were working together to maybe extract some uh, people from a quarantine zone who really needed to get out and... Well, they just had to get out. They had to escape for whatever reason. So we we were working on them, and we were trying to kind of fast talk our way out of there like we had gotten in all right but we were trying to talk our way out past the past the guards that were uh locking down the quarantine zone and the ruse somehow needed the two of us to act like we didn't know each other but i just i went too far with it and uh and exposed your exposed some lie of yours to the guard and he cottoned on to the deception and so that that operation did not go well I like it. So it's got to be the same operation where the helicopter crashed because we were extracting people. Yes. <laughs> it's exactly what it was. And we blew it. And actually, I, I'm going to feel grief on that just at the fact of because the operation was blown, uh, we didn't get the people out. And with the helicopter crash, you know, like that was the backup plan and that didn't happen either. So I'm going with grief. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to as the GM step in here and say uh is that helicopter crash from this failed mission um is that where you guys lost BH and Bombshell and Benson? Oh yes. Oh. Yes. I could only yeah. save one, one of the four. You could only save one of them and you saved 
You saved Brooklyn. I saved Brooklyn. Oh, man. Rage! (laughs) I am so mad that all of our friends are dead. (laughs) All right, Burns. Wow, that was was the worst operation ever. (laughs) It did not go well. No, sir. No, it didn't. And here I thought you guys were supposed to be professionals. (laughs) Okay, you know what, (laughs) Chia? You don't know us. You don't know our stories. Not yet, she says, steepling her fingers evilly. Okay, burn. Burn. What's your first question? Okay, my first one comes from Martial Arts. And the question is, who was the only one who stood up against me? I told you that was a bad idea. (laughs) I told you the helicopter thing should not be the backup plan. (laughs) I told you you should use your martial arts instead of the helicopters. Because because he he blew the cover, yeah, we had to call the helicopters in. And then instead of using the martial arts, we went with Cokes. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Fine. So you, I'm taking your the heat on this one. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I really, I really, it all fell apart on me. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to make that a fear. Yeah. Uh, fear related because now just the, the paralyzing fear of failure, like the consequences were so huge for that, that uh, it is tough for me to break that out again. Brooklyn, back to you. Parkour. Yeah. Who did I leave behind because they couldn't keep up? Ooh. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it should be me because <laughs> clearly you owe uh, Aaron for saving your life. So, and you were already mad at me. So, <laughs> I think it was, right. It was me. Like a piece of my face fell off during the during the getaway, right. and I had to go back and like look for it. And nobody would. Help well, me and it was that. your plan, and it was terrible. So I'm gonna go with ego. You know, if we had followed my plan, if we hadn't listened to you, we wouldn't have been in this. And I can't believe that you survived Ooh. while BH Bombshell and Benson didn't. Nice. I mean, what if what if Bombshell was covering your retreat and? Uh... All Burn had to do was just keep up with you while he laid down suppressing fire, but then he had to go back and get a f- piece of his face. And uh, and that's when you, that that is when you lost Bombshell. As a side note, I love how going back and getting a piece of your face is the most not out of place and like least dramatic thing in the whole story. <laughs> Well, it's the future. I'm I'm envisioning you being like, there it is, and like reaching for a nose, <laughs> like lying on the ground, and then Bombshell's like, you gotta get out of here, and like picks you up and throws you, and then there's this huge explosion, and he's like, and no, you go flying out. <laughs> my favorite nose. <laughs> and Bombshell. And Bombshell. <laughs> bombshell was the greatest. That nose was the greatest. Really? We're going to do this again? (laughs) Your nose is stupid. I think there's just a lot of hate in the team. We went through some stuff, guys. You guys have been through some things. (laughs) Actually, it just sounds like the one thing that's very complicated. All right. So uh, we're at me again now, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, Mr. Cross. Uh, Contingency. Who did you save when everything went south? 
And and see now I feel that's too easy because like we've already answered it once. I feel like it has to be a a different story or a different sure. part of the same story. I agree. Because we we have to continue to add complexity. But uh, the choices between you two of, of of who did I who did I save? Well, you actually already saved me from a fiery wreck. <laughs> uh, I know, so I'm saving everyone. So <laughs> oh, this has to be a different one. I feel yeah. it has to be different, or or it's too straightforward. So I guess it's got to be right. Rob then, right? Yeah. Maybe it wasn't Bombshell that tossed him out of that fire. Rob, how did I save you? All right, so I'm going to take us out of this disastrous operation, (laughs) which was completely my fault, apparently. So if it wasn't this disastrous operation, it was a different one. Yeah. (laughs) All right, maybe we don't have to leave. Who keeps hiring us? (laughs) (laughs) There aren't that many people to do this. Okay, so how about instead of it was Bombshell that threw me clear... It was Aaron who pushed me clear, but unfortunately yeah. Bombshell took the hit that was coming for me, but he didn't know that it was going to happen that way. Yeah. Oh, I just, feel like I have the danger coming. either saved or killed everyone in the party. <laughs> <laughs> and that's getting me getting me, well, getting me nervous. You're our handler. So. Yep. You are and, the handler. And, and one of the things, of course, as you're picking your emotions, you're not allowed to pick the same emotion twice. So as I yep. ar- already used grief i'm going with rage on this one because (laughs) before i was sort of sad about what happened it happening again yeah yeah fair enough now you're angry especially just about that nose right (laughs) it it had for a nose a for For a a nose. nose yeah um, I'll just do a slight amendment. We'll say instead of like in, it would didn't it wasn't like a physical thing. Like he was as I'm thinking of him as handler. It was probably like a you know hey get down they're coming from your flank and like you know I got out of the way and then but bombshell took the hit and bombshell took the hit ah oh. yeah bombshell was awesome bombshell was pretty awesome oh my god I miss her the best of us she was the best of us <laughs> all right burn what's your next. Uh... What's your security question? For whose family did you forge documents which permitted their escape? Ooh, I kind of want to take this one. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm not sure if I have family. Yeah, I was going to no. say, who's got the family time? <laughs> and, and I do. I had family like in the area when it happened. They were actually in the quarantine zone, but I, I needed papers to get them out. And that's why, despite your constant mess ups because we're on a PG podcast. Um <laughs> we despite are. Your, your constant mess ups, it's I, I I still owe you so much because you're the one that actually got my family out of there. All right. So I'm going to make that an ego skill then. Mm. Cause that's like it's what I do, man, you know? I mean that's why you came to me. That's that's what I can do for you. Nice. Well, my guy is getting slimier and slimier. <laughs> uh, that's exactly how this Actually, I was just thinking goes. he was it's getting so more great. useful. <laughs> useful, but not pleasant <laughs> about it. <laughs> this game's designed for party friction. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But party friction in the best possible way. Uh, Brooklyn, back to you. Last, uh, last question. All right. Who did I hide from a corporate threat? So I was, I was being hotly pursued and uh what's the i can't think of the word i was being hotly investigated and pursued by applied optimism and right i knew you from around like this was probably before we were really doing a lot of operations together but i knew that 
this was not, you know, I, these were this was something that my skills couldn't take on. Like I needed outside help, and you were the one I came to. Right. I'm gonna go with, um, I think need, uh, because I, I'm very passionate about getting people out of the corporations. It's it's part of my 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 passion and my ambition is to get as many people out as possible. Cool. Okay. Uh so that's it me again. My last one observation. Who don't you trust because of something you saw? <laughs> dun dun dun. I'm getting the feeling my character is not a trustworthy guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you would say that. Yeah. What did you do that I don't really trust you? I think that you do not trust me because, again, early in our association, when Brooklyn had kind of freshly retrieved me from uh, the clutches of allied optimism, sometime after that, but not too long after that, you saw me meeting with officers from allied optimism, and I didn't tell you two or anybody in the group about it. I was just kind of a, I snuck off to do my own thing. You know, I, I had said, Oh, I'm going to go, you know, take in a hollow movie or something. And, uh, but you happened to see me in a, in a cafe meeting with some corporate officers and I didn't tell anybody about it. Okay. And I, I immediately know, uh, that's actually going to be a fear response for me because like I, I, I have an obligation to you because of, of the family connection now, but you're going to betray us. Like I've seen it and I can't, you have to be in the team because you want to be in the team and I owe you a life debt, but you're going to betray us. And I'm always, it's always in the back of my mind. You bastard. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) The question is who did I witness doing something that still puts me off? (laughs) And I do have connections to both of you. So this could be whoever. But I'm, um, I'm I kind actually... of leaning toward Brooklyn on this one. And I just realized you're not playing the furry, because I just picture you as a cat person doing the licking yourself clean, and that's just the off Actually, thing. I chose uh, cat eyes and anime plastic hair. So <laughs> Nice. How about you've seen me distributing stuff from the corporations? Ah. Camouflage. Okay, nice. Or how about, yeah, like you were, you were like making a drop maybe or something. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you you saw me one day. I'd been acting super weird for the past couple of weeks, like really keeping to myself, sleeping a lot, not talking to people, and then all of a sudden you saw me doing doing that. Uh, but you didn't mention it because you weren't sure what was going on. All right. Well, in in continuing the direction, it seems my guy's personality is <laughs> taking. I'm going to make that a uh, need. And it's because I think you were up to something, you know, under the table, and I wanted in. Oh. (laughs) I love it. Ooh. Why do we have you on this? (laughs) I do not know. It must be the nose. I mean, everybody loves this nose. It must be the nose. Yeah, actually, I left you behind, and I hid you from something. So I actually don't have a I don't I don't care if you're on the team I think. <laughs> <laughs> but Aaron, I care well, about. Well, I'll I'll put it this way. And I'm he concer- trusts you. I'm very much concerned that he's going to burn us. 
Oh. <laughs> Burn. Oh. So we could say for between Brooklyn and Burn, we could say that I actually dropped a hint that I saw that go down. And that's why you keep me around because maybe I know something you don't want people to know. Ooh. Blackmail. And maybe I kind of feel responsible for you since I got you out of the corporations. Yeah. Yeah, you want to make sure that was not a move that made the world right. worse. <laughs> I will throw you back to them. <laughs> okay, yes. Yes. We have an we have an uneasy stalemate. <laughs> <laughs> Your move. Burn. Uh <laughs> No one could see, but that was the sound of him switching his facial pieces, and I loved it. <laughs> oh, I didn't see it. I was, I, completely at the, I was looking at the PDF. Oh, damn. I God. totally forgot. Sorry. That's okay. Visual gags on podcasts are great. <laughs> I'm okay, new at this. Cool. You guys have one more decision to make, or three more decisions to make, which is you've lost three people in your cell. You lost Bombshell, BH, and Benson. Um, you get to pick one of each of those their skill sets that you're going to be able to still access as a headspace skill. And uh, you are going to choose what emotion to associate with that based on their final moments. Oh. Intense, right? So, Benson, you can choose investigation, medicine, or psychology. I feel like probably medicine is what we're going to want. But <laughs> Not if everything goes according to plan. Oh, yeah, because that, that always happens. <laughs> Our plans are rock solid. With a good team, it does. <laughs> Did Benson normally stay behind, but this was just uh, an all-hands-on-deck type of thing? Yeah, he stayed at the safe house. He stayed yeah. at the safe house normally. And, uh, well, we were, we were rescuing people. They had medical right. conditions that we were worried about, injuries, and we brought him. We don't normally bring him, but, but the decision was made to bring him. That's why he was on that helicopter. That's why he was on that helicopter. That's why he was on that helicopter. Fear. Fear, because especially where he's not not used to being fr- frontline operative. Medicine and fear, they go together so well. Oh, that makes me so sad. You, you guys all love this. <laughs> like game he so usually much. <laughs> stays behind in this one. I'm I'm getting very emotional. Yeah, that was yeah. definitely my thought. Was fear. Yeah. How are we feeling about your tech, BH? Ah, oh, old BH. So he had engineering, drones, and hacking. I kind of feel like he was the the engineer that was trying to keep the helicopter from crashing. Things were things were going wrong. Brooklyn was trying to do her thing, but it just wasn't happening. And I could see I could see that as an ego thing for him. Like he just couldn't get it. I'd buy that. Cool. Yeah, because who doesn't love an egotistical engineer? <laughs> right. Oh, hey. that our our girl bombshell. Yep, bombshell. Oh, the best. The best um, of us. I think um, explosives. <laughs> because yeah. she was blown up. <laughs> <laughs> the last like, thing she was thinking about. I could have done this better. <laughs> yeah. No, she, 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 she's, she's sweet and nice and perfect. She is full on Mary Sue in our game. Mary Sue other than dying in a fiery explosion like that. Yeah, but other right. than that one part. <laughs> that one little bit, yes. That one little um, bit. So I'm going to go make, what do you think about, like, need? So the was, last thing she was thinking about is, like, how much she loves the members of her team. Exactly. And, and she how much, wanted them, she wanted us to live. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, yes. You guys. So much she did. 
That's why she was the best of us. She was too good for this world. So now you're leaderless because Bombshell was clearly the leader. <laughs> clearly she was our Garnet. Well, let's yeah. let's go hold on for a second. Just because she's the most well-liked doesn't put her in the leader category. Let's not get crazy. Yeah, but who else would all of us trust to lead? Yeah. yeah. Well, I clearly myself, I think, is the <laughs> correct answer there. No, no, I don't think so. No. How no. about with this nose? <laughs> How about now? Are you going to leave that one behind again? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so tell me how applied optimism was involved in this job that went so completely south that you lost three of your members. Oh, well, we were rest- We were trying to rescue people from them. from In the quarantine zone, yeah. In the quarantine zone. Because... Right. A, a lot of them don't need to be quarantined. I mean, they, uh, honestly, we could get a lot of them out of there into a much safer, safer space. The people were kind of corporate defectors. Like they had information that Applied Optimism didn't want mm-hmm. to get out there, and they were being kept in that zone because it was quarantine. Applied Optimism was using the quarantine zone to basically, you know, make the authorities keep, keep them under control, right? And so yeah. we were getting yes. out. Yes. Awesome. That sounds great. Who? Uh, so tell me who you were trying to get out. Was it like a family? Was it specifically just some corporate defectors, oh. corporate defector and their family? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. No. Like a corporate oh, defector. No, 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 no. You know who it's got to be? It's got to be Bombshell's family. Oh, God. Oh. It's got to be. Oh, God. I hate you. Right in the heart. <laughs> it has to be, right? Right in the feels, guys. Wow. Oh, like, man. Like all of that other stuff, yes, but also Bombshell's family. Yes, they were corporate defectors. They just need to get out of quarantine, and it was Bombshell's family. Yeah. So it was like Bombshell's dad was the corporate defector, and he has all of these secrets, and he was also trying to get out her sister or something. Yeah. Oh, Emily, honey. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is it. really sad. <laughs> oh. Awesome. So uh, usually the way that you uh, we like to start this game is where everything goes sideways, meaning I would ask you for three goals that you had when you went into this situation, and then you would tell me which two of them you've already failed at. So obviously the main goal was getting the people out. Did you get anybody out with you? Like, are you trying to still get people out at the moment? Do you have burn victims with you? Oh, burn victim. That's going to be funny. <laughs> that's just he, like, not, tries to shove his right. nose nose on somebody else's face, and it's just not working. Aren't, aren't we all burns victims? <laughs> anyway, so your your missions, when you, when you went into this situation, you, you needed to get the people out, and there were two other things you were trying to accomplish, too. What, what would the other two things be? And I feel that one would be to get a sample of this medication so that we could figure out exactly what was going on with it. Awesome. That makes me so mad. (laughs) I I I can't tell you why. (laughs) Well, hopefully you'll be able to tell us why at some point in the game. Okay. Okay. And there was one more goal as you guys were going into this mission. Um, Nobody dies. (laughs) (laughs) That one's a clear failure. (laughs) Just once, everybody lives. Nope. (laughs) Wait, so does that mean that's not a goal for our other missions, or...? (laughs) 
that's a really good point. <laughs> that's kind of bad. Um, well, like, what, what? What's one more thing that you needed to do while you were in there? Did you? Ooh, uh, technology. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, in the contamin in the quarantine zone is a broken pipeline valve or something. Like it's mm-hmm. it's you know leaking contaminants out into a populated area, and so we wanted to best case we wanted to fix that. Next best case we wanted to get the evidence out into the world that that was happening. That's better. Yes. Right. No, that's great. And that's great, actually, because that's that's 3H's problem. So now we got okay. both of your corporations involved. Woo-hoo. Yeah, but that's, the, that's like the technology. Maybe yeah. we were bringing in a piece from that we that we liberated from 3H that would fix it. <laughs> yeah. So you're you need to fix that. So it's not hurting the populace. You need to get bombshells family out with the information <laughs> that they have. <laughs> And you need to get a sample of whatever crazy pill this is that they are giving to people and telling them is the cure. Awesome. Yes. So um, so I feel like you've already failed at getting Bombshell's family out. Is that a fair assessment? That's a fair assessment. Okay. Sad but true. We'll be lucky if the three of us survive. <laughs> <laughs> so then um, you've already failed at one more of these two objectives. Which one is it? Ooh, do, do we lose the medication in the same crash? Leaving us the pipeline to fix, or do we abandon the pipeline to try and get out? Probably, probably the people that we were getting out had the sample. Yeah. That's why they were corporate corporate defectors and all of that. So it all just went up in smoke. Bombshell's dad was a scientist, and he'd been actually working on isolating the ingredients that were in the particular batch um, that kept being distributed to this quarantine zone, and that's why he actually called for help. And she decided that it was time to get them out. They were no longer safe in there. Uh, yep. Yep. That's what happened. Oh, guys. <laughs> oh, we could have done so much good. Bombshell. So, so at, this, angel. At, at this point, essentially for our own conscious, we are trying to to fix this this oil pipe just because it's like we need to have done some good in the world at this point. <laughs> so that Bombshell didn't die in vain. So that yeah. Bombshell didn't die in vain. Yep. If you can get in and fix this toxic leak, it'll actually accomplish two things. You can take samples and get them out into the world and prove that 3H is a problem. You might even be able to sell them to Applied Optimism, although it's unclear how they would use them at that point. But they are trying to prove that 3H is a problem as well because they don't they want to take down the competitor. And uh, And then also all of these people would be safe from at least one of the two problems that's currently going on. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a dark place, you guys. We're going to bring it in on Bombshell and Burn are basically s- standing there facing off with a line of men in black security outfits and flak jackets with guns. And you hear suddenly, there's more coming in from the flank, um, you know, over your, your headspace connection. And Burn, you you dive forward and you're down on the ground, but you dove forward because there's your nose. And like, okay, now you're going to get out of there. And then you hear this, like a, like the sound of a rocket launcher, basically launching a grenade, which lands right next to Bombshell. And she just looks at you, Burn, and she says, just get them out. And then oh. she throws herself <laughs> on the grenade. <laughs> Oh my god. What a perfect angel she was. <laughs> I will, Bombshell. I'll get them out. I'll save all my face parts. <laughs> oh. 
crew, crew, check in, check in, status report. Where are we? What's going on? I I think bombshell's down. I can't what hear. He- there was a grenade. I'm like elbow crawling my way, you know, towards an alley or something right now. Brooklyn, where are you at? What's going on? The helicopter's down. BH is is not breathing. I'm performing CPR. <sighs> would you? Would you? <sighs> Benson. Would- Benson, where are you? Benson. <laughs> Benson, no BH response. needs you. Come in, Benson. <laughs> yeah, there's no response on that one. <laughs> oh, cross. There's just static. You hear from Benson. There's no word from Benson. No word from Bombshell. No word from BH. Oh God. Guys, it's time to move. We got to get out of here. Burn. We can't leave BH behind. <sighs> Brooklyn, you know it's over. It's over. We got to move. We got to move. All right, back to battle plans. I know it's a hard time. We got to get going. There's still burn. You still have six heavies on you. How are you doing? You safe? I I'm, I don't think I'm safe. They don't see me, but uh, I don't. How am I going to get out of here? I'm in. Uh, I ducked into the alley toward the west of the uh, of the crash. Brooklyn, burn's pinned down over there. What can you do? Can we help him? I can. I can. I can call my motor motorcycle, and I can get it to me. Hop on it and grab him. But my motorcycle only seats two. Get your motorcycle. Get burned. We'll figure it out on the way. Oh, you know what? I see a fire escape. I think I might be able to take the high road out of here. If uh, oh, <laughs> Brooklyn, you're you're good at this kind of thing, right? Oh, parkouring. Yeah, getting on. Uh, I I think I could. I've seen you do this. I think I can make it. You could pick up Cross, and uh, I'll try to get out on the rooftop. Okay. All right, so so looking out over, over the scene, because I'm assuming I'm sort of up in a position kind of watching this this happen. Describe to me where, where where's Burn. Obviously, we've got six guys with machine guns and flak jackets. What's what, what's the scene? Give me, give me the setting here. What I'm thinking, but you guys can jump in at any point, because I love making you do more talking than me. What I'm thinking is you got, um, you had... Burns, you had Bombshell basically having an old-fashioned Western standoff with these six dudes in flak jackets. Grenade comes flying in from the side, explodes, Bombshell's down. In the basically the explosion and confusion, Burns made it into an alley, right? Because it was a giant yeah. explosion in the middle of this. So there's still six guys out there, or there's maybe there's five guys now, because maybe one of them didn't, you know, right. duck and cover in time. So there's five guys out there. You're hearing a lot of, you know... Where to go? Where to go? Check this way. All right, you this alley, you that alley. Nobody splits up. Um, I'm gonna say we were able to get the helicopter like a half mile away before it exploded. Before, <laughs> before it you expl- crash landed. Yeah. And so yeah, so we we've we've crash landed maybe um on a, on a different building, and so I'm at I'm on the the rooftop currently doing CPR. Okay. But I will call my motorcycle since it's psychic. I'm gonna. I call my motorcycle by tugging on one of my ears, and it acts as a homing device. <laughs> and this is one of those awesome motorcycles that not only drives itself, it can drive on any surface, so it can drive up the 90-degree angle of the wall. I don't know if this is okay in this game, but this is sure. how I envision this motorcycle. Sure. I'm I'm sure. I'm totally for it. Burn, did you want to make a parkour skill to, to go up the side of this building? I would like to do that very much. Awesome. So this is going to be a headspace move, which means you're using her skill. So you are going to be using your ego, 
when you add into this. Oh, um, it no. could be 2d6 <laughs> plus your ego. Are you bad at ego? I am indeed. How did you know? <laughs> so yes, ego is Burns' least controlled emotion, so this will be exciting. <laughs> oh, look at me. Oh my. <laughs> you know, this is a an apocalypse world-based game. So it's uh, seven and above starts getting you into success land. But what you can do with a six or lower is you can either let me tell you what happens, and that ends up being essentially a failure, but it gives me narrative control, or you can succeed and pick two of the complications that are on the ego uh, track. So that means... I know exactly what I'm going to do. Okay, so you're going to (laughs) succeed? I am going to succeed. Awesome. And I think the complications that ensue, which are quite fitting, are my false pride puts the team at risk. Yeah. And I refuse needed assistance. Okay. So, so it is, it's your obligation in the coming scene as we continue to play to basically play those two things out to the best of your ability. Yeah, well, I've already turned down a mind motorcycle, so I feel I'm well on my way to refuse <laughs> A mind motorcycle. <laughs> A Carol Burnett summoned mind motorcycle, yes. Yeah. So, Burn, you just go, you're like, you're monkey bars, swinging around, jumping straight up that that fire escape, looking pretty cool while you're doing it. You do make it to the top of that building. Brooklyn, you hear, and then there's your motorcycle now on the roof with you because it drives up the sides of walls. (laughs) <laughs> in my mind, it looks like the bat cycle. Nice. While I'm going, I'm like in the headspace. I'm like, oh, Brooklyn, this is awesome. As I'm, as I'm I know, parkour around. is awesome. Oh, wait, all of our friends are dead. so Aaron where are you my mind's sort of racing over here because and I'm going to play into your compel for you as you are uh, as you're parkouring over just in your jubilation of how awesome this is you don't realize that two of the two of the heavies with guns have already seen your your escape path and they're coming towards you and I'm he's Burns doing it again. He's doing it again. And I just get out on the rooftop that I'm on and I just shout out over the battlefield, over here! And the two that were about to shoot you turn to me and the two that are in the alley below enter the building to start coming up to the rooftop. So they're off you, but I've got four of them coming on me now. Nice. Nice. I, uh, I, I, I pull my pistol out. I get it ready. I aim it at the door that comes up and I'm, I'm waiting. And we did not take the firearm skill. Yep, I was going to say, you guys definitely took explosives. (laughs) Brooklyn, tell me what you're doing on your motorcycle. I'm on my way to get Aaron, but I don't know where he is. Can I use his skill of observation? Yes, that's exactly what it's for, right? You just have to make a fear roll. Okay, Um, and that uses fear, which is actually the best skill I am at controlling. Yay, fear buddies. Fear buddies. <laughs> so I got a 10 altogether. Nice. So that is, uh, that's a success without any emotional complications. Right. So as I'm, you know, I, I rev the, the motorcycle. <clears throat> Actually, it's a hover cycle because it's, that's why it can go up walls. But it's, no it still revs. It's got to still It still rev. revs, of course. Uh, I'm, I'm looking around and I hear, I hear Aaron yelling over here and I think he's yelling to me. 
And so I like, I like start going and, uh, but as I'm doing like my heart is pounding and I'm like, God, is this what it's like when you're afraid to look at things? (laughs) So you're, you've, you've pinpointed him. You know what building he's in. You're on your way there. Aaron, there are two guys. Okay, Mr. Cross. (laughs) We're not friends, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I that's what the, he tells us the, to call him, but we don't because we're we're. You know, I, I I'm telling him. the voices in my head to address me properly. As yes, Mr. Apparently. Cross. Yes, that's what I was going to say, uh, Mr. Cross. There are two gentlemen shooting at you from the ground. Yeah, so I I, I shout out. All of a sudden, right. they just whip the guns they, around well, and just whew, start. They turn. They just start firing at you, and that is a uh, roll. Ouch. So um, the way that, that uh, harm works, do you have any sort of armor? Not according to my sheet and okay, yeah. looking at my stuff, no. Yeah, it would say as one Wait, of your you, edges. I'm sorry. You start with stylish armored suit. Ha, look there at you that. go. Armor yeah. one. Armor one. Okay, so you've got two points of damage coming at you. Um, the way that this works with damage is I get to decide one stress emotional stress track that this damage applies to and you get to decide all the points past that so i think that i'm going to increase rage Ooh. and then you can decide which one you want to increase i had already decided my mind before you said it but i was going rage too as that is the (laughs) emotion i control the weakest and everything has gone south at this point so i'm i'm done with it all yep rage it is Yeah. So, um, and then the way it works at this point to be taken out is that if in your move, if, if the points of damage take you to feedback, then that's basically knocking you unconscious and everybody else also gets the emotional feedback from that. Okay. So, so that, okay. Burst of gunfire flies up, hits, there's an explosion, a little brick pieces and all that. I fall on my back on top of the building, and I look down, and, and my left shoulder's just been riddled with bullets. I sort of push myself with my feet to, to my back against the little sort of like knee-high wall that are on top of all buildings, of course. And uh, again, I reach out and I grab my pistol and I'm looking at that door where I saw the other two soldiers had entered the building below and it's the only way to the door. And I raise the pistol. I look at my arm again and I'm waiting. Brooklyn, I hope you're on your way. enjoyed episode 11 of she's a super geek if you liked what you heard please consider leaving us a five-star review on itunes or on stitcher it really does help people find the show you can connect with us on twitter at sas geek podcast or check out our website sasgeek.com for more ways to connect we would love to hear from you you'll be able to back headspace on kickstarter october 20th do not miss it visit headspacerpg.com for more information You can hear more of Jim on his podcast, Talking Tabletop, from TalkingTabletop.net, or follow him on Twitter at GMJimMcClure. You can hear more from Rob at Flatfirm or at Dodecahedroid on Twitter. 
Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. Find more fantastic music, merchandise, and tour dates on her website, kieranstrange.com, or follow her on Twitter for news and updates at Kieran Strange. See you in two weeks for our next adventure. This is, I'm ready.